can absolutely be grateful for your work and absolutely still want more money or to be paid more. They are not, you know, one or the other. They can absolutely coexist. And asking for a salary raise or positioning yourself for a raise doesn't take anything away from your gratitude. And I, I see this even, you know, amongst immigrants or even non-immigrants, you know, for what it's worth, if that helps as well. This is just one of those mindset things, especially I would say amongst professional women, once again, where we kind of psych ourselves out I feel like, well, I'm just grateful. You know, I got a small, you know, a small marginal increase last year. I guess I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm thankful for this opportunity. Yeah, you could totally be thankful for it. But if you are concretely leveling up in your career, if you are taking on more, if you are evolving as a professional, why shouldn't your compensation reflect that as well? And there is no shame in that. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Fiatva Podcast, brought to you by Fiat Match, a soon-to-be-launched peer-to-peer international money transfer and payments marketplace. Through our bi-weekly episodes, we'll be inviting guests to share immigrant-focused tips, insights, advice, and inspiration that you need to consistently elevate your finances, earn better, and build wealth. You'll find it valuable whether you're a career person, international student, or a business owner. This is our third episode and we are continuing with the career and money series where we've had guests discuss and share tips to help professionals earn better and build a healthy financial life. On today's episode, we have our guest, Tiffany Uman, a career strategy coach helping people to fast track their success and crush their goals in record time. She draws wisdom and insights from her over 12 years of experience as a top executive at Laurel Canada to share relatable, valuable, and useful career tips. She has a library of useful resources in the form of ebooks, guides, and assessment tools for career growth on her Instagram page at tiffany.uman. So, let's get started. So, I'm really happy to have you on the show. Like... It's a pleasure to meet you finally because I, I'm, I'm an avid follower. I follow you on Instagram and I love the way you share, you know, all these valuable tips, you know, um, through your Instagram reels. Very real, very relatable. Thank you very much for those tips, by the way. So I'm very happy to have you here. Um, so I'm going to just allow you to introduce yourself to us. Who is Tiffany and what do you do? Yes. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. And thank you for your support and appreciating my content. I I think it's very relatable because I've been there. I've gone yeah. through it. I've done, done it all. And I'm very happy to pay it forward to other ambitious professionals, uh, whether locally, globally, coming from different markets so that you can be set up for the most success. And especially because there's a lot that school just never really prepares you for to really be set up for the most success in your career. And that's what's inspired me to be doing what I'm doing now. So for a little bit of background, uh, for those who are new to learning about who I am, my name is Tiffany Human. I am a career strategy coach, very much focused on empowering ambitious professionals to fast track your growth, 
crush your goals in record time and without the struggle or heartache of having to do that all on your own. Uh, but this is very much inspired by my own corporate journey of 13 years in the Fortune 500 space where I was able to grow quite rapidly through the methods that I've developed that I now coach on. Um, and really in hindsight, recognized a lot of gaps that were never really looped in on when we're transitioning into the workforce or evolving in our career. So it brings me a lot of fun and pride and passion in what I do to help others be able to take full control of their career success. Wow, beautiful. Thank you, Tiffany. Like, I think um, what makes content relatable and useful to people is when you share from your own experience you know, it's not just, you know, just anything you're sharing. You're sharing things that you've been through yourself. You're sharing things that you've experienced. So thank you for always sharing those tips through your Instagram page. Um, very, very useful, very relatable. And I mean, from the way you've introduced yourself, it's clear that we have the right person to discuss today's topic. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the topic is how to position yourself for promotion and salary increase. Now, this topic is particularly important for new immigrants, you know, who are navigating a new country, new work environment. I mean, they're navigating through so much. And here they are, they've gotten a job finally. And, you know, they start wondering, can I even, you know, can I even start thinking about, you know, um, promotion or salary increase you know so they have these questions and i just want us to discuss all of these things yeah. now let's begin let's begin by talking about expectations right in some companies promotions um promotion timelines are quite defined and strictly adhered to but in some other companies if you don't ask for a promotion you don't get one so my question to you then is ideally how often should an employee be promoted yeah, it's such a great point. And this is one of my favorite topics, too. I focus on this a lot, obviously. Um, and look, there's not really a rule of thumb. I think you brought up a really good point that, yes, certain organizations will have a little bit more structure in terms of internal movement and growth, right? And yeah. those timelines are there to create a sense of structure and expectation. But it's not to say that you can't get around those timelines, too. And this is where I really love to focus on helping you fast track your growth, because this comes down to being very proactive, whether it's a structured environment or not. You want to be in control of your own career and having a proactive stance in that is critical. So if, let's say, you're in an organization where you have a good sense of when timelines happen on promotion or typically what that path would look like, you still want to be able to talk about it and make sure that you are clear of what needs to happen to get to that next step. If you don't have that clarity from your boss internally, you're going to have a lot of question marks and you might end up wasting a lot of time focusing on things that aren't actually directly going to help you get there. Um, and the more information you're equipping yourself with, the more easily you can get there in a sooner timeline than later, especially if let's say companies have guidelines of getting promoted within two years of being in a role. Well, that's kind of their guideline. but you could absolutely make that happen sooner by already mm. demonstrating a lot more what they're looking for to make it happen. And you also never know when opportunities come up internally. So if you are constantly positioning yourself well in that sense, you're gonna be considered a lot more top of mind than maybe somebody else. 
Whereas in another organization where it's not as structured, it's actually all the more important to do what I was just saying of initiating these conversations, making it very clear with your boss what you want, ideally what that path could look like if there's a lack of clarity around what that should be. In terms of exact timeline to your question as to how many promotions someone should get or how often someone should be promoted, it's going to be very personal. And what I mean by that is certain roles might be better to stay in a little bit longer to really reap the fruits of its labor and help you Mm -hmm. towards your next step. So if you're changing roles every three months or every five months, that's not always the most ideal because how much can you really get done in that short time frame in terms of impact, right? I mean, you can, there's things that you're going to be doing, but is that really going to serve you best in building up your track record and your personal brand? Maybe yes, maybe no. But generally, you know, a good rule of thumb is around that year and a half to two year mark is likely when a promotion or change should happen. Probably for your own growth, for continuing to stay challenged and motivated and to not lose sight of the longer term goals that you set for yourself. And then within that, of course, there's some wiggle room, but that would be probably a very overall rough timeline I would give as a guideline. And then obviously taking that proactive stance to see what flexibility there is to maybe make that happen for you sooner. Well, beautiful. Um, I like I like how you um, explained that. The fact that um, you need to be able to stay in a role for some time, you know, both for your career growth and be able to and to be able to make an impact, you know, on the organization. So it's it's not like you want to be promoted or you want to move from role to role every two or three months. At the end of the day, it's not going to serve you well um, because you really not you you won't really have anything to show for it. You have um, all these various roles you can call yours, but you might not have the fruits, you know, the impacts to really show what you did within those few months of you know, having so many roles to your name. So thank you for that, um, Tiffany. Now, based on what you've said, right, another question that then comes to mind is, does salary increase always accompany promotion? So once you are promoted, does it mean it has to come with a salary increase? Or can sal- or can promotion come without a salary increase and it's fine? What do you think? Mm. So there's different schools of thought on this. I would say okay. ideally it does accompany it. Uh, because otherwise you're pretty much leaving money on the table. Think of it this way. If you're being promoted, chances are that means that you're taking on a different scope of responsibilities. And this can be a lateral promotion and also a vertical promotion. So vertical promotion is literally moving upwards in your organization. Lateral would be more moving into kind of a similar type of level, but possibly in a different function, in a different team. So you're, you're able to learn a different skill set for example, than what you're currently learning right now. Those are promotions as well. Um, Mm -hmm. But the the goal of having a salary paired with this is that you're still leveling up in some way. And so sometimes companies don't always offer salary raises and they'll kind of use the argument that, well, you know, you're learning new things. This is part of your development. Uh, You know, a raise will come later on. This is just good from where you're at and the skills you're gonna learn. So they might sometimes try to convince you otherwise that a salary raise isn't warranted, but you're going to be taking on more. And I never want you to be in that trap where you feel like you're 
leveling up from a responsibility standpoint, but not necessarily getting compensated for it. So that's why I really love coaching my clients on negotiating at every opportunity that you get, because if you don't ask, you don't get, and you really want to be able to frame that well for future progression as well. And on top of it, especially when we're talking about vertical promotions, these are a perfect moment to negotiate. Why? Well, the company already values you. They see you as the ideal candidate to take on this next role. So if they yeah. value you to step into that position, they should value you enough as well to pay you for it. Um, and that's where it becomes not so much, am I going to get a salary raise? It's more around how much of a salary raise. And the negotiation becomes more oriented around the number versus if it's actually going to happen. Um, so that would be my, my long of the short of it in terms of should it be accompanied? Generally, yes. Does that always happen? No. And that's also because a lot of employees just don't necessarily advocate effectively enough for themselves or they kind of just go with it and, and hope that the salary increase will come at a later time. But that is sometimes a difficult spot to be in where it can lead to uh, staying underpaid a little bit longer than you would like. Wow, thank you. I mean, that's an interesting way to to help um, clarify that. Yeah, because I know that I've heard of um, promotions that came with a corresponding salary increase. And I've always just wondered, I mean, what's the point of being promoted if I'm not going to get compensated for the new scope of work I'll be doing, you know, for you know, more responsibilities I'll be taking up. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you for and clarifying. You know what, I'll add something to that point too that I think will be helpful for our listeners. But, you know, sometimes it depends also what you're prioritizing, right? Maybe you really do want that title change. Maybe that is something that you value right now even more than just the salary increase. Now, of course, I think generally people would love to make, you know, more money as they continue to evolve, but possibly that title can be something that you really want to have under your belt. And what I would say there is if you're getting the title change, but not necessarily the salary, well, then inquire, when will that salary raise come through? Don't just leave it open-ended, right? Try to get a gauge of what that timeline looks like. What are you missing now to get that salary raise at a later time? So that way you can keep that conversation going and it won't sound awkward. It won't feel weird if you bring it back up to your employer, to your boss at a later time, because you're already kind of setting the foundation when you're accepting this new promotion to begin with. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. For that clarification, very important. Um, what you are prioritizing at the moment, what you want to get, you know, what you want to achieve, that also determines, you know, um, what you go after. It determines if you are okay with just a title or you want a title and compensation. But at the same time, irrespective, that conversation should have happened at the beginning so that when you bring it up later on, it doesn't sound weird, like Tiffany said. So thank you. Um, so, uh, I mean, we've spoken a lot already and I just, I think I just want to ask one more question regarding this. Sure. Um, you said earlier that um, even though some companies have set timelines for their promotions, doesn't mean you should just wait. So my next question was going to be, should we go after promotion or wait for it to come to us? And I think you've already answered that question. Well, I don't know if you, have, if you want to add anything to that. Mm, yeah, I love that you've asked this because this is one of those key blind spots that so many professionals fall into. It's actually why I do what I do and why I develop my programs that I have, because 
it's all around bringing things towards you a lot faster than otherwise. And whether there's timelines established for promotions in your company or not is sort of besides the point. You can always be advantaged and take benefit from taking a proactive control in bringing it towards you sooner than later. And so what I mean by that is there's a few things, and these are a lot of things that I dive into a lot more uh, through my coaching efforts, but things like personal branding, right? Making sure that you're conscious of the brand that you're creating for yourself and your company. And what I mean by this is it's not just doing the work. You know, the work is one thing. Of course, you need to be good at your job in order to get promoted. Otherwise, it's going to be a little bit of a harder sell. But that's just one part of the equation, right? Are the right people recognizing your work? Are you visible? Do people know who you are? Is the impact that you're creating being well received? Are you advocating for yourself? What are your communication skills like, right? Are you finding moments to be at the front front lines of the company? Um, you know, how are we able to showcase this through mindset, making sure that you are your own biggest cheerleader and that you're not downselling yourself or downplaying your wins, right? And this is especially important amongst professional women where we tend to do that a lot. And I used to be very guilty of this, where I felt like talking about my wins was super selfish. That I'm like, well, you know, there's the team effort too. I can't take credit for all of this. And it, you realize that really can work against you, um, especially if you are an immigrant coming into a new company and you're, you're building up, you know, a track record from scratch. You want to be able to showcase that not only can you do the work, but you can really, really build a brand and relationships that are going to help you propel yourself forward in your career. And this is where that proactive stance is so crucial because no one's going to tell you to do that. People in your company are just going to want you to do the work and do it well, but they're not going to tell you these tips and tricks that are going to help really set you apart from the next person in positioning you well in the consideration set for these types of promotions. And I can tell you in my own experience and why I love talking about this is it directly happened for me. Of several of the promotions I got, I've got about, I achieved seven promotions in under 10 years in my career. And of those Already a couple of them came to me a lot sooner than I expected because of these facets that I'm talking about, because I was already being spoken of very highly when I wasn't even around. People were coming to me proposing opportunities that I was like, whoa, that came from left field. That's a totally different department, totally different division than where I'm in right now, but I'm excited about it. And so this is the power of building on these other facets that we just never learn in school that can really help to accelerate your growth plan, regardless of your function, regardless of your industry, regardless of your company. Um, so that's really a big thing in terms of allowing that to happen sooner than later. Hmm. Wow. Thank you, Tiffany. Um, I think that um, for, for many people, like you said, Speaking about their achievements, just it just feels so. Uh, it feels like you know you are being proud. You know you are just being selfish. But at the end of the day, if you don't speak about yourself, no one will. No one will do that for you. And so yeah. it's really important that you know you brand yourself in a certain way. You you are you, you build your reputation in such a way that um, people know the value you are able to offer them. So there's, there's a few different things, obviously. I'd say one of the most important is managing and clarifying expectations, right? You want to make sure, especially if you're coming into a new company and you're starting a new role, you need to really understand very early on, what are you being evaluated on? And how do they measure success in that role? Like what 
what is it going to take for you to go from meeting expectations to exceeding expectations? Because typically that's the level you want to get at to be able to be promoted. But you need to understand what are they looking for in order to make that happen. So it's kind of like, you know, you have this road in front of you, but it, you kind of know the end destination. But if you don't know which roads to turn on or which streets to take, it's going to probably lead to a lot of not as ideally used time on your behalf to get there. And so just asking those types of questions, even with your direct boss very early on, making sure you have clear objectives that you're being evaluated against, um, having regular touch points and conversations, right? This is a big watch it that I often see amongst ambitious professionals where they put far too much reliance on performance reviews to have conversations around promotions and growth. But there's a lot that has to happen beyond that time frame. And if you're just waiting for those moments when those decisions are typically happening, you probably have missed a lot of the groundwork that would have had to happen before that and after that to continue to accelerate your growth. So that's another thing. Um, and then I would say the third thing is definitely building on the personal brand and the relationships because you're not alone in this, right? You are you in your career, but there's a lot of people and key internal decision makers in your organization that are going to influence your progression. So you need to know who are these people? Do I have connections with them? And how can I leverage those connections in a way that's going to help me get to where I want to go faster? And these are all the different facets that I really dive a lot deeper into my official coaching programs to really break down that how and how to roll this out for yourself without that guesswork of having to figure it out through trial and error. Cause that's where you can lose a lot of time. That's where I've gone through a lot of those struggles myself. So now I'm just really happy to ensure that you don't have to go through those same hurdles. Thank you for that. Um, it's not just about doing the job. I think it's very important that you, you not just meet expectations, but you exceed expectations. You need to know what success looks like for the role you're taking up and meet, you know, that success criteria and even exceed it. So thank you for that, Tiffany. You're so welcome. So, thank you. So my next question is, how can we confidently ask for or negotiate a raise? You know, how do I, for example, um, I'm a new immigrant in a new country, have been in this role for a year or two. How can I get, how can I, you know, confidently speak to my boss or the HR manager about how to increase my salary, you know, how to, you know, increase my, my compensation package as a whole. Mm -hmm. So some negotiation, some negotiation skills that I need. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So similar to promotions, these are the types of things that you want to initiate those conversations because at the end of the day, it's just a conversation. And I know there tends to be a lot of worry or anxiety or taboo around bringing up the conversation of money or salary in your company. But when you think about it, this is the di direct reflection of the work that you're doing. And there's nothing wrong in talking about this. There's definitely ways that you want to frame it that's going to help build your case. And that's why having the conversations, not just at performance reviews, but in a way where you're understanding, you know, with where you're at now to where you want to get to from a salary raise standpoint, what's required to make that happen. And so a great way of framing these types of conversations, especially with your boss, is essentially building on your own track record. So let's say you've been in your role for a year or nearing on a year and you're like, okay, I think I'm kind of ready for some kind of uplift in my salary and my boss doesn't seem to be bringing it up to me. I want to kind of initiate that. Well, what you can do is lead into the conversation with, 
your track record and kind of say, you know, look, I'm really looking forward to the next steps in my career here. Uh, you know, I'm really proud of the evolution that I've had since I've started in this role. That's where you would probably want to highlight some key wins that you've had to remind your boss of the impact and the evolution you've had from when you started to where you're at now, right? Because that's going to directly tie into the, the need for that raise that's going to help you into your next steps. But the other key facet of this conversation is also coming equipped with some industry benchmarks so that you're not just coming up with things out of thin air, right? If you have some key industry benchmarks from different sites that have a wealth of information around salary brackets, ranges that you can go off of for the type of role that you're in or the type of role that you aspire to get in as the next step, you can use that as a guideline in your conversation. Now, you don't have to outright give a number right off the bat. You could just set the stage and say, you know, with, with that said, I would really love to explore you know, a salary raise for the end of this year or going into next year. Um, is that something that you're anticipating already on my behalf? Or what is the typical process for moving forward with something like this, right? You could just ask it like in terms of questions and it's so much less intimidating that way versus making like this like harsh ask right off the bat, right? Just ask the questions that get you to the end outcome, but in a way that's more curious to learn like, you know, what is that process? You know, are there certain people I should be speaking to that will help facilitate this increase? Um, are there things that you further need to see from me that will help this increase to happen? Make sure there's no roadblock standing in your way because the more information you have, the more you could then action it to make sure that it happens for you. But you won't know unless you're having these conversations. And especially if your boss isn't initiating them, you need to be able to take the, the ownership in that regard. Thank you. So basically, you want to have a conversation to know what you need to do to get to get that salary increase that you desire. So if your boss is not thinking about it, by having that conversation, your boss begins to think about it. If your boss was thinking about it, but needs you to do some things or you know work on some some areas of your of your work, then you you know you'll be able to get that information to then begin to improve yourself and position yeah. yourself rightly, you know, for yeah. both the promotion and the salary increase. So it's important to have that conversation irrespective, you know, just have that conversation. And like you said, it's not, it's when you see it as um, a very formal, serious performance review kind of thing that it becomes yeah. really difficult. But when you see it as a conversation, it's a conversation, just yeah. you're trying to, you're trying to see where the other person's head is at. You want to know. Totally. If, you know, yeah. So, and, and even on that note, right, when you do it this way as a conversation, essentially you're getting their buy-in, right? And it's the beauty of this type of approach is that they're then on the same page with you. And your boss is typically going to be one stakeholder of many who will influence that decision of a salary raise. So by positioning it this way with them, they're now part of the game plan with you. They're helping build up the plan to make it happen instead of spurring it on them without having any of that initial groundwork laid out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Tiffany. Interesting Welcome. conversation we've had so far. Um, so, I mean, for immigrants, do you have any, any other tips for them? Um, because as an immigrant already, you feel so grateful to even have a job. You know, you're like, I even have a job. I'm grateful. I came from a different country and here I am with a good job. Maybe I should just relax. So are there any special tips for new immigrants on how to confidently ask for a raise, you know, in due time? 
Yes, I love that point. And you know what? I want to make something super clear. You know, you can absolutely be grateful for your work and absolutely still want more money or to be paid more. They are not, you know, one or the other. They can absolutely coexist. And asking for a salary raise or positioning yourself for a raise doesn't take anything away from your gratitude. And I, I see this even, you know, amongst immigrants or even non-immigrants, you know, for what it's worth, if that helps as well. This is just one of those mindset things, especially I would say amongst professional women, once again, where we kind of psych ourselves out and feel like, well, I'm just grateful. You know, I got a small, you know, a small marginal increase last year. I guess I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm thankful for this opportunity. Yeah, you could totally be thankful for it. But if you are concretely leveling up in your career, if you are taking on more, if you are evolving as a professional, why shouldn't your compensation reflect that as well? And there is no shame in that. There's no harm in that. And the beauty of it, when you're positioning this in your company, where they're already seeing your work, they're already seeing your value, it's almost the better position to ask for the raise because you're already proving yourself in that way. So the worst that's going to happen is that they'll say no, which honestly isn't even the worst of situations because I always say if it's a no for now, it's not a no for never. And once again, similar themes to what we've talked about today already is you want to build on when that next conversation can happen. If it is a no for now, for whatever reason, understand why it's a no for now. Are there things that you're missing? Are there things you can do differently? What's going to help position you better for that so that you can have a follow-up conversation not too down, not too long down the road? right? So there's really no harm. The worst that's going to happen is a no. And even a no is not really a no forever. So I hope that builds up the confidence uh, for anyone who is immigrating or starting a new role to know that you can absolutely be grateful and still want more for yourself. Thank you. You're Again, welcome. Thank you. Thank, thank, thank you. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a beautiful way to put it, that you can, you can actually be grateful you know, for your job, you can be grateful for what you have, and you still aspire for more, you still want more, you still go after what you want. They don't have to be, they're not mutually exclusive, they can go hand in hand. You exactly. can be grateful and you can go for more. So that's, that's very clear. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I mean... Um, it's this is going to be my last question and that sure. means our chats our chat is coming to an end i wish it wasn't i wish we still had more time to talk because it's been a very 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 great conversation we've had today so my last question is <clears throat> what other tips can you share in relation to the topic you know um how to position yourself for salary for promotion and salary increase are there any other tips you've not you know you've not touched on before now that you'd like to just talk about i mean ultimately i'll say one additional thing which is mindset because mindset is everything especially when it comes to career growth it's the one thing that will really hold you back if you're not careful, whether with regards to promotions or salary raises, just like some of the points we talked about earlier, right? That feeling of gratitude that might keep you from even talking about salary raises. That's a mindset thing. It's a mindset block. It's your mind. It's a limiting belief that's convincing yourself that you shouldn't, you shouldn't be asking for this because you're already grateful for what you have, right? Um, and so really be in tune with that mindset piece. And mindset is so closely tied with confidence. And confidence holds a really big weight 
when it comes to putting yourself forward, positioning yourself strategically, having these conversations, following up on these conversations, building a roadmap for yourself that's going to help you get from your point A to point B faster, ultimately starts with mindset. It's huge. And when you've got your mindset right, I often say this can be your biggest asset and not, and you don't want it to be your liability. You want it to be your biggest asset in your career. And that's where the mindset piece is crucial. So if you are feeling hesitations around where you're at, around your growth, around what you want versus where you're at, ask yourself, you know, what are the stories I'm kind of telling myself right now? Are there certain limiting beliefs that I'm holding on to that are standing in my way? And why am I telling myself these stories? That can be a very liberating thing when you just take a bit of that moment of self-introspection to really understand why do I think what I'm thinking? Am I my own roadblock right now? And just knowing that you really have nothing to lose and so much to gain. So I definitely want to leave you guys with that kind of notion of putting yourself out there because the downside is often very small and the upside can be very favorable. Wow, Tiffany, like, I don't even know what to say. Like, it's been so, it's been, I mean, it's been a really, really good conversation. This People pay for this, these things we've shared. So thank you for sharing these things with us freely. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you and, you know, discussing this very interesting topic. And um, I'm looking forward to having you again, maybe on Instagram Live or something. I'm sure we can walk around that oh. and, yeah, I would really love to continue these conversations with you because For sure. You know, yeah, you've shared so much with us today. Thank you very wow. much. Oh, so, and thank you so much for having me too. This was a lot of fun. I hope all of our listeners really benefit. And you know, if anyone is interested, feel free to check me out on Instagram at Tiffany.human. Yeah. I share valuable content there every day around career strategy, setting up for success, all the stuff that school never taught you. Feel free to DM me there too. I'd be happy to chat with you directly if anything really stood out to you from today's podcast and you want some follow-up thoughts or reflections on it i'm always there to help and i would love to connect with you absolutely um so thank you very much wow nothing could have prepared me for the level of knowledge tiffany shared in this episode and i believe you also found it insightful now if you did please and please share your thoughts and learnings on any of our social media pages especially on linkedin and instagram and remember to share this episode with your friends also, subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss the next episode. Fiat Vault Podcast is brought to you by Fiat Match, a soon-to-be-launched international money transfer and payments marketplace. See you in two weeks.